Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women's Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymonda Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Women Thrive podcast. My name is Abigail Rebecca. I'm so excited that you are here. I wanted to ask you, how many of you listening in today are mums? Are you a mum? And do you understand how difficult it can be sometimes to be a mum and live your life as a mum and to obviously raise your children, but then also have that flip side where you really want to still keep your identity and forge your career or your business and do what you want to be doing in the world. I know very often we speak to the women in our community and women thrive about this juggle and about how we can identify as ourselves when we become mothers. So if you can resonate with that, I'm really excited to introduce you to our guest today, her name is Keely Pierce. She's one of our speakers actually on the Women Thrive Summit that's going to be coming up in March. And she is the founder and CEO of I Am More Academy. She is an award-winning empowerment coach and a transformational guide dedicated to helping mumpreneurs discover their unique balance blueprint, redefine success and achieve a life of harmony. Welcome, Keely. It's great to have you here. Hey, Abby. Thank you. It's a real pleasure of mine to be here. Thank you. So I was trying to get my teeth in then a little bit when I was introducing you. <laughs> Could you just explain a little bit more and share with us a little bit more about the wonderful work that you do? Absolutely. So I think a real thing of mine since having children. So I've got two children, 10 and 2. So a nice big gap between them. And part of the whole journey of being a mom has been that struggle between what's my identity because I love my children. I want to be this earth mother. I want to do everything with them and be there. But I also want me and I want that identity of a business, of that success and, and everything that comes with kind of Keely and who she was before children. So when it kind of comes to light that actually I can do both and where did that come from? a whole lot of personal development. But it was something that I really struggled with when I had my first child because I was like, who am I? What am I meant to do now? Does this mean I give up everything? So for me to kind of really help and support mums and mumpreneurs to 
find that balance because nothing will ever be really calm all the time. It is a constant juggle. But yeah, if I can help life balance, success and self-mastery, then I think you can be a wholesome person and absolutely rock at both elements. It's really interesting to hear your story because, as I said in the intro, we hear it so many times from mums who are, they've got that responsibility. You're obviously, you've got children, you're raising these incredible little tiny human beings. But then also it's it's like, I really want to be able to keep my own identity. Like, can you talk a little bit more about your experience with that, Keely? What did that mean to you, especially when you mentioned they're having your first child? So I think the first memory of like, you leave hospital. So I suppose you've got all your appointments and stuff when you're pregnant. And it's like, oh, there's a bundle of joy coming and it's amazing and it's this. And then I come home and I had this tiny little baby girl in a car seat and I put her on the sofa and I looked at her and I was like, whoa, what do I do now? (laughs) It was like, whoa, no one really kind of tells you about the next steps. And then I looked at her and thought, right, I need to go to the shop. Obviously my husband was there, but Miss Independent and all that kind of everything I was before baby. I was like, right, I need to go to the shop. And then I looked at this baby and I was like, oh, it's not that simple anymore, is it? (laughs) It's like a whole new world. And I think that was that kind of slap in the face of life's just changed. That is it. Like it's a whole different thing. And even when it come down to that identity as Miss Independent, as I just referred to, I've always had my own money. I've always worked really hard. Anything I've ever wanted, I've just got because I've worked for it. And then to have a baby and then maternity pay, what even is that? I was running my own business at the time. So therefore it was kind of not a lot in statutory and kind of all the basics of being self-employed. And it just blew my mind and it blew my identity, to be honest. And I really struggled for a while with, with coming to terms with the whole change. And it wasn't the sleepless nights and changing nappies and everything baby related. It was a real struggle for me. And just, I think my emotional well-being took a bit of a like wobble just because I was thinking, who am I? Who, what does this mean for my future? Is this it? Is this what life is now? Did you have any support during that time? No, because I didn't really think I needed it. I just thought it was an internal mental struggle that I was having. And if you do, some people call it baby blues or, oh, it will pass or your emotions and da-da-da, your hormones are all over the place. Now I understand it's something called matrescent. And it's something that kind of, a word that not many people know, I am so passionate about because it covers the three three key pillars, which are your identity, your relationships, and your emotional well-being, which of course body image comes into that the whole thing changes and never quite goes back. Or it does go back sometimes, but not as it was. All the kind of grooves change into different shapes. And so for my second child, it was very different. I think it took me till probably my daughter was maybe seven to realize that I had an unhealthy connection with having another child. It was like the dread of nobody tells you about this stuff. (laughs) And So then when I found out about matrescence, I was like, oh my God, It makes sense. Like the world makes sense. It's normal. It is absolutely normal to have these feelings. So I put things in place. So when I was pregnant with Jude, 
I enrolled into college, which everybody said I was crazy, but it was just an evening course, one night a week where I got to be me. I got to learn something new and exercise my brain. And I got to kind of meet other adults that weren't in baby group or kind of everything encompassed around baby. So I just put different things in place this time around to just support myself. And that was that was done consciously, right? Based on this new information that you had. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think I actually saved like a baby fund, not to buy baby stuff, but for me as my own backup plan. So it cost me a lot of money, but that's because I'm really independent and stubborn and <laughs> everything that comes with it. Kind of, I've got that support, but I wanted my own backups that if I wanted time for myself, if I wanted to go buy a new bag or whatever it may be, those luxury items that all of a sudden seem a little bit harder to kind of get when you're on maternity pay or no pay or kind of that household income does change. I love that you've created that for you. That is amazing, actually. I can't speak from experience. I've never had children and I've never wanted to be honest with you, but I've obviously I've got a lot of friends that have had children and and understand to an point, obviously not having the experience, but listening to you talking and seeing like so many, many of my friends actually and women that I know around me, how easy it can be to kind of fall into that. Everything revolves around the baby and that's like a natural thing anyway. But the fact that you're actually creating something for yourself As, aside from that, what did that help you with in terms of your own identity and confidence and self-worth and all of that? I think I had firm boundaries this time. I kind of with myself and firm boundaries that I understand now how the relationship dynamics do change. And that's not just with your partner, that could be with parents or that could be with friends. So for example, I mean, you just said about not having children, which is amazing, but naturally, if you've come from, say it's your first child and you've got a really good friend who doesn't have children, that, that shift happens. And then without even realizing, like you're probably not aware, for example, of the change, but for the person who's at home and got so much time and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, well me and Abby used to do this or, well, we used to do this and now we can't even have a cup of tea because I've got a screaming two-year-old that just doesn't want to sit in a high chair and stay still. <laughs> and so lots of the dynamics change, but sometimes us as mums emotionally can take that as like a, a direct, I don't know what the right word is, like personally, take it personally. Oh, it's us. It's our fault. And then you go and kind of find more mum friends, should we say, because naturally you've all got screaming kids. So you go to a play group and they can all scream together and you can still have an adult conversation and a cup of tea. So those dynamics really change. So for me, it was really important that I still had my time because with a 10-year gap, obviously my eldest become more independent and didn't quite need me as much. So as a balance for me and my husband, we have individual holidays, which I think is vital to a relationship. You do your thing, I do mine. And for me, my identity is dance music, my time. And so I will go to Ibiza, for example, for a, a long weekend, and I will just dance the whole weekend. And that is my downtime, whereas he goes golf. 
he'll go and golf with the guys, do his golfing. And we probably have maybe, well, this, this year, this year I've snuck in a little bit extra, but this year we have about two weeks each separate. And then we have our family time as well, because then we're, when we're in that family bubble and family time, that's where the balance comes in. And that's where I find the boundaries are really important to put in place or even going out with the gals without the kids. So important. I, I just think that's so important and so healthy, even without children, like in a relationship, just to have those external experiences and to have that time apart from one another so that you're not completely reliant on one another. And then obviously the children come into the equation as well. I love that you go to Ibiza and just dance for three days. I can just imagine you there, like going yeah. for it. I had a, a step counter thing on me of some description, wasn't intentional. And in two and a half days, I think I'd done like 66,000 steps dancing. Just some time out. And I know most people go, how is that time out? You must be exhausted blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but it's just for my brain to just be free, for me to be in my happy place. And just, yeah, in theory, I don't really pay attention to anything else that's going on in the world. I'm just in my moment. Nice. I love it. I love that is your therapy in, in yeah. really in a, a roundabout way. That's like your thing to just be able to immerse yourself in. But I also understand the mum guilt. So I'll just put this because mum guilt is such a key word. We all get mum guilt sometimes about going out for an hour or two to have dinner with a friend. So for me to obviously go away, but because we've always done it, I phoned home and I was, cause I've just come back from a trip and I was like, oh, does anybody miss me? No, not really. We were quite happy. We were dad, we were doing this, blah, blah, blah. So they actually really enjoy that one-to-one -one time with the other parent as well, when either of us are away. So as much as the mum guilt might be there, they absolutely love having that one-to-one -one time of single parent time as well. So you've shared a little bit about, well, you've shared a lot actually about your own personal experiences. How do you then apply that to the work that you do with your own clients? So can you talk a little bit more about your work and your methodology when you're working with your mumpreneurs? Absolutely. So what I find mostly is that mum guilt, like I say, is a key word. And that balance of wanting to have everything and more and always feeling like you can't quite because you've got responsibilities at home, your partner, your kids and your bits and bobs going on. So that's where the life balance comes in because you can find a balance. You can bring an element of calm in. It's not always plain sailing, but you can find your balance and what works for you. And then the self-mastery comes in, whether that's self-mastery around each individual's kind of situation. So I use my unique mapping framework, which is seven steps. It goes into different areas of your life, really deep dive into who are you? What are your core values? What defines you as a person? Whether that is also mom, which is up there as like number one, but also business. And what is success to you? It's different for everybody. Your idea of success could be to be able to pick your kids up every day and sit around the table and have dinner, but also have a bank balance that just floats enough that you don't have to worry about anything else compared to someone else's definition of success, which could be, I want a million pound house on the beach with my happy family and the bubble of the family in between, but also with a nanny that comes in to take away some of the pressures or a cleaner or 
everyone's definition of success is different and wholesome to them. So it's really about working with you to find out who you are, work on that life balance, bring in some self-mastery skills, kind of working out what you need in that moment, and then put in a plan together, really, and catapulting into whatever success looks like for you. Because we were talking actually off camera before we hit the record button about how important it is to invest in ourselves, how important it is to be able to do that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like what's it taken for you to get to a point where you are now and also with your clients as well, this, and I'm not sure if it's just investing like money in ourselves. It's like, it's giving ourselves space to kind of flourish into other things. Can you talk into that a little bit more? Because I find it really fascinating what you talk about. I think the word thrive, and I know obviously the women's thrive is what thriving is all about, but thriving is a journey and it's a long old journey. And I think investment, yes, okay, most things come with a price tag these days in life, but that personal development can also be listening to the podcast like this and taking a little golden nugget and not just that golden nugget, but actually then spending the time to implement some bits and bobs into your life. That can be a real simple self-mastery situation ultimately. But investment in yourself takes me back maybe, oh, blimey. So I used to run pubs. So about 11, 12 years ago, say, I was introduced to network marketing. And although that's a business model, it took me on this massive personal development journey. And I went to conferences in Vegas, for example, and kind of learned from some of the best kind of masters in the world. It's Tony Robbins, Richard Branson, Robert Kiyosaki, like Les Brown, the list goes on and on. And you just see these people and you hear their stories. And then you think, I can do that. We can do that. Anyone can do that. And then you take these little golden nuggets and then you implement slight changes. And then it's just kept me open. Like I'm a yes girl. I probably never used to be. Say yes working out after. If someone says to me, oh, there's this event on, I'm like, yep, I'm there. And I won't necessarily think about how they're going to make that happen. So I've just come back from an experience in Ireland and it was a psychologist who introduced me to the Ireland experience. And it was a case of, you will be our guinea pigs. Can you trust in the process? Can you just trust in me? and be open. And obviously I said, yes. (laughs) And it was an amazing experience. Amazing. But for me, and the key to this is I said, yes, without realizing it was in half term and (laughs) half term being a real key point for our children, obviously. And without even asking my husband, because it's very much, I knew the situation and the experience would propel me forward in my life. And that doesn't mean me. That means my clients, it means my family, it means my relationship. It'll have positive impacts. No matter what I do to better me, it will better everyone else I'm working with too. I always say that my business can only grow as far as my personal development. And I'm really very conscious about the fact that I can very often be the bottleneck within my business. Right. So my business wants to expand and grow. My clients want to expand and grow. But if I stay stagnant, then there's no expansion. 
So everything that you're talking about here about investing in your own personal development, like growing, expanding, like the universe expands. So therefore we do, we're constantly expanding. I completely like agree with you a hundred percent. And I know that's very much the ethos of Women Thrive. We're all about connecting with one another, collaboration, expansion, like really like heading towards our goals, whatever they might be. What would you say has been like the biggest and best thing that you've ever done in terms of your own personal development and the biggest breakthrough that you've ever had with either within your personal life or within your business? Okay. Accolades and awards are all lovely and amazing. Kind of to be awarded in I'm a coach year to I'm kind of a finalist for the best business mum of the year or something like that. They're amazing. They're great. But it has to be a personal journey for me because in order to kind of step forward and become the person I am today, it's been a real journey. And I think probably the key take home would be when I'd done the firewalk at the Tony Robbins event. So it was a, a weekend event and I had a kidney infection, like a real serious kidney infection. But because of the environment I was in and everything we were doing, I knew it was there. I knew I was in pain. I knew I needed attention. <laughs> but because I was controlling my state and because we were learning how to do all of these things, it was only when I come home and that bubble popped that I was like, Actually, I'm in a lot, a lot <laughs> and I really need to be seen. But that first day we done the firewalk and even now I still play that one song that thousands and thousands of people marched down this corridor. I've got goosebumps saying it. We marched down this corridor to Seven Nation Army. Oh, I can't think of the actual word. It's like... Yeah. So that, if I need to do something and I need to change my state of, absolutely, I'm going to smash this. I kind of shout in the car and I'm like, yes, I'm going to do all of this kind of stuff. And that song is on very, very loud. And it just takes me back to that moment of everybody going down this corridor. We're all on this mission together. And it's that mind over matter. We can do anything. We can achieve anything. And sometimes just need that reminder. So I whack that song on. And I'm like, yes, I'm doing it. Let's go. Yes, I love that. If anyone knows what that song is, <laughs> what you're listening or watching this, then let us know. Because I can contact either Women Thrive or, or Keely and, and, and let us know. Um, I love that. I love that you had that experience for yourself. Um, when I, I, So I left corporate seven years ago and I went to a festival. I was just about to leave and it was a big, scary leap. And I'd been working for the same company for many, many years and had a very established role and a, a very lucrative career, let's put it that way. And it, so it was a big leap of faith. And I went to this festival with my partner Kev and we went and did a fire walk and I always always remember it because it was so beautiful and it just it was like you said it's like this 
you get yourself into such a state of just this self-belief and that everything's going to be okay and I can achieve anything. I mean, how on earth? Like you just look at it and you're like, how on earth could I even walk barefoot over hot coals? I mean, it's crazy, right? But we can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know about your firewalk, but ours was pitch black. So all you seen was beds of hot orange fiery coals. It was like, oh, blimey, are we actually doing this? <laughs> so, yeah, it was quite um, intimidating to see just burning embers, basically. But wow. oh, Ours was in the day, but it was in this beautiful like deer park in Oxfordshire at this gorgeous event that we go to every every year, this festival. But everyone had was like dressed up, like there was green men and wood nymphs, and it was very kind of spiritual, and it was just beautiful. Yeah, it just shows you that yes, I can walk over hot coals. I can Absolutely. do it. If I say I'm going to do it, I can do it. So I can see how that was such a big event for you, and one that stays in your memory. And for me, I think it also aligns with one of my core values. If I say I am going to do something. I absolutely will do it. No matter how scared I am or nervous or anything else, it's like if I say yes, I am 100% committed. That's why I kind of say the say yes and just do it anyway because then you've said yes, so I'm committed. I know some people might backtrack on that, but that is one of my values. It's like if I say yes, I'm there. Yeah, I, I really feel that for you from you, actually, Keely. Uh, completely, I feel that from you. And I think that is an amazing skill to have as an entrepreneur because very often we have to make these decisions and we don't know how it's going to happen. We just know that it is going to happen and that's how we can create all the exciting things that we create in our lives, right? Just stepping into that unknown. Yeah. Um, in terms of your own work, I'd re- you mentioned earlier that you have like a seven-step process within your framework. What are those seven steps that you help your clients with? Again, it's back to bringing it to you as a person. It's kind of working out kind of whether, where you're at, what, what does life mean to you right now? What, what's going on in your situation? Where do you want to go? Kind of really just delving into you as a person and everything that's happening and then analyzing all of them to find out where you want to make a plan. Where do you want to make a shift? Because we can't change the world, but we can try and baby steps to that kind of uh, process really. And putting in things and in place to take those steps and working together to kind of make shifts, make shifts in areas you need to make shifts, whether that's in your identity, kind of on the self-discovery journey, really, and doing kind of exercises along the way to work on areas that you need support with and giving you a toolbox and subject to where you're at, that the mapping framework is really mapping out your future, mapping out your situation on where you want to go. And, and helping you get there. How amazing. You know, when you were just speaking then, I was just thinking, how amazing is it that we get to do this? If I think about like my mother's generation, my grandmother's generation, back, 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 it was almost like this culture around like that once you got married and had a baby, like that was it really. That was your role in life and I mean, what an incredible role in life to have, right? But yeah. it was like there was nothing, there was nothing else. I remember having, I remember my mum and dad almost like being a bit judgy about 
women that were like, oh my goodness, God forbid you go and work, get a part-time job or something like that instead of staying at home. And that was the role in our society for so long. And now we're forging new roles, new identities as mothers. You can be an incredible mother and raise your children in such a beautiful, loving way, but you can also have this life for yourself. You can also create a business. You can, you can go and be independent and do things on your own. And it's, it, it's still relatively new, right? If we look at the, the history of women and they got born now. Definitely. And I think if we go back generations, the cost of living crisis and everything that's kind of happening now, as much as women or some women, because it wouldn't be me, actually, may want to have a life that's more than just being mum, you can't financially afford it. But it's really hard sometimes to have that leap of faith in yourself. Or going back to even my nan, she had a fruit and veg shop, she had five children, she had all these different things, but she was the only person. So she kind of had that both male and female role to bring in the money and to feed the kids, etc. But I know that my auntie slept in a, a drawer at one point or kind of all the different crazy things that just couldn't happen these days. And I think it's becoming a bit more, well, it's an expectation that the man and the woman work for sure because most people are like, when are you going back to work? And there's that mum guilt of, is it too soon or how long should I? But then usually I think the crux to that is we need some money, so we're going to have to go back and kind of make that leap. I think as the generations change and as situations change, definitely, definitely the female empowerment of, I'm not staying at home. Why do I need to stay at home? I want my life. I want to do this. And even if that's a job rather than a business, you can have whatever you want. And I think it's perceived as more acceptable now, the norm, should we say, which is great, which is absolutely great. I'm not sure I was made to be um, around in previous generations. <laughs> I might have been slightly beaten by my husband or something going back however many hundreds of years and yeah, anything else, but far too independent. Oh, I'd have definitely been dunked in that river in the dunking chair, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I think really with everything that you're saying and everything that we've talked about, it all comes down to choices, doesn't it? That we now have more choices as women and it's still a working process it really is and we're still coming out of the patriarchy 100 percent. baby steps baby steps baby <laughs> steps yeah but that we we're having those choices i think is incredible to witness and how amazing that we have someone like you um, that is able to guide us through that process we're really excited for having you Speaking on our stage, Keely, very excited. I'm very excited. I won't like to say a little bit nervous, but I think nerves are great. And just change that mentality of excitement and fear are the exact same. Just got to label it the right way. So I'm really excited about my talk. But that's just because it's such a huge opportunity. It's a huge opportunity to speak to an audience that can relate to what my talk's about. So yeah, I'm really excited. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. And what's your, just give us a little bit of a snapshot, a little bit of a overview of what your talk's about. So my talk will encompass the mumpreneur's journey, life balance, success and self-mastery. So the talk will really delve into 
the key elements and parts and segments, should we say, that falls into your life balance and add in that self-mastery and some key points that you can take to help you propel forwards um, and find a bit of success that you're looking for. Wonderful. We're really excited. And obviously, depending on when you're watching or listening to this, it might be that the talk has already happened, in which case, please go over and watch Keely's talk. But if you're listening before our summit in March 2024, when Keely will be speaking, then please watch out for further information we will be sending you on how you can come and be part of this experience and watch Keely on stage. Keely, thank you so much for joining us today. That's okay. Thank you. It's been really lovely. Lovely to talk everything mum life. Absolutely. And thank you so much for watching, for listening to us. We'd really love to know your thoughts about what it's like to forge your own identity as a mother and potentially as a businesswoman, potentially as a, a business owner or maybe in a career. I know that Keely would love to hear from you. And Keely, how do people find you? What's the best places for people to find you and to follow you? I'm on many of the channels. However, the key one I would say is Instagram. So it's I am more coach on Instagram and you can come and find me then. Wonderful. Yep. Be sure to follow Keely and reach out to us with any questions. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode and we will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.